Choose Recovery is a lifestyle apparel brand. Spreading awareness and hope for addiction recovery. We emphasize following God, rewriting your story, never giving up, making a difference. Bringing hope and awareness from real people. This is the Choose Recovery Podcast. To talk about um, just a meet and greet a little bit, kind of who you are and all of that. And why don't we... uh, how did you find us, actually? Let's start there, maybe. I found you guys through pretty much how everybody does it. If anything now is uh, social media, so it's pretty much, it was through Instagram that I, 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 caught, I caught up with you guys. What did you like about it? Are you in recovery? I am currently. I am seven and a half months sober right now. Congratulations. Well, I just ask I just ask that because I mean, honestly, regardless if a person's in recovery or not, we just the heartbeat behind the brand is spreading awareness and um if you are in any type of addiction, whether it's drugs, sex, um a eating disorder, or if you just want to support it because, you know, so you're hurting because you know somebody. We all know somebody that knows somebody. Um, right. So yeah, that's why I just think it's super amazing that you are reaching out and wanting to get connected like this. It's great. Yeah, sweet. Oh, absolutely. I think it's I think it's it's great when any company can kind of tie into something good, and it's it's not about it. Really, isn't about you know not so much. I guess the marketing thing I think sometimes can take over with certain companies like that that try to make it about a certain, you know, position, but it's more about just get, you know, getting money and getting, you know, all this and all that. And I think the reason I like, you know, choose recovery is that it's not about, Hey, buy our stuff, buy our stuff. You know, it's really about, okay, this is what we're doing. This is our mission. We're trying to help people. And of course, you know, you have the marketing in, which is, you know, anything about any business, but I just like the fact that that's not just, you know, thrown to the wayside for money. Uh Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, if people could see the, the, this side of things behind the scenes, uh, we're such a small company and it's just run out of my home right now, have a lot of ton of visions for the future and well, it's grown. Yeah, it is. It it has grown a lot in a year (laughs) and we're getting to the point of needing to figure out how to expand, but it's cool too. Like the mission, like I literally just booked it over here from uh, a sober home ministry that I'm on staff with as well. Had a phenomenal meeting this morning with all of our guys and gals that are residents with us right now, and um, that's that's what keeps me busy a lot. And Courtney pours out using uh, her gifts and stuff too in ways and in her recovery and ongoing just life for the Lord. And um, Brittany, the other face that's on there, same thing. And everybody else that really volunteers and helps with Choose Recovery. So, yeah, I, I love that you picked up on that. That's encouraging because mm-hmm. uh, that's our heart. So why don't we transition to, like, your your story, your recovery, whatever you're comfortable. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm 32 years old. Um, I have, you know, two wonderful children. Um, I have a son that's 16 years old. Um, it's something, it, it, it ties a lot into, you know, struggling with my mental health, 
um, which was always something that I think, you know, was there. Um, and really, honestly, I think my real recovery, honestly, did start, um, you know, last year in 2020. Um, I, I was in a really bad relationship. Um, I was coming out of that. Um, I had been raped pretty violently, which, you know, always shatters, you know, anybody's, I think, mindset yes. um, in one way or another. Yes, it does. And, um, and so, yeah, so I just, you know, picking up a bottle just seemed, you know, just seemed easier, just seemed easier than to, than to deal with it. You know, if, it, if I was sober, I had to, I had to, I had to deal, I had to think, and I didn't want to do that. Um, but everything kind of came crashing down and I kind of needed to, God kind of was like, all right, well, if you don't want to pump the brakes, I'm going to pump them for you. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. he, he certainly did. And, um, and yeah, I just, I got into, I voluntarily couldn't, committed myself into a hospital and um you know from that day forward I just I never picked up another drink um and it, it was a, a blessing I went to uh went to see a therapist I went into um intensive uh, intensive outpatient therapy and I did that for about six weeks and it was about three and a half hours of therapy every day for six weeks um and that was that was a blessing in many ways. And I just really just started to kind of turn everything around and just exploring new things, doing new things, and really kind of diving into, um, you know, I had my degree, you know, prior to any of this happening. Um, but it was really about me learning even more. I think I think I learned more through that that pain and that the, that really hard time. I think I learned more about you know, um, the things I had studied that I probably ever did in the three years it took me to get them. But, um, yeah, it was, it's, it's been a, it's been a good ride and I'm enjoying it and I'm enjoying, uh, hopefully trying to help others to get there. Cause I think that's the big thing for me is, is wanting to help other people. You know, it's funny cause I think I'm one of those people that when people automatically look at just from the outside, they would know oh, she's put together. There's, there's nothing wrong with her she's good mm-hmm. um but there's a lot of stuff there and i think a lot of people don't really you know dive into that um and 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 and, t- and get that taken care of when it's needed you know the earlier the better um and uh i think you know one of the biggest things that i've found that have helped me is um obviously you know my relationship with god and uh having that being able to look in scripture and having that education, you know, a lot of times it's unfortunate because, you know, when you just read the Bible, you're just reading that 10,000 foot view and there's nothing wrong with that. We can, we, we always, you know, should be, you know, looking to his word, but to have that, um, the ability to look at the, the 50,000 foot view and really, really, truly understand it and value it has really helped in my recovery. Um, I think, Second Timothy verse seven is probably a scripture that I think every person that is struggling with a mental, you know, mental health issue or an addiction issue should definitely that should be in their arsenal of just to always have in the back of their mind that replays, I think. Um, just a very simple, good verse that just should always be there, I think, for people in recovery. I have a question for you. Do you have a good support in your community? 
because I know you're talking about you have a degree and then you kind of fell into addiction um, later on in your life. And so I'm just wondering, right. do you embrace whatever support and community system you have there? Um, so I do, um, my support, um, for, for me out in this area, it is extremely, the, to me, the support is not, in my opinion, really there. I can't really say that there's one particular, you know, group or, you know, thing that's really going on and, you know, because Raper is attached to Fort Bragg, which is one of the biggest military installations, you know, population-wise in the country. Um, and I think there's a lot to do with, you know, court, you know, with the military and especially with alcohol and even mm-hmm. pornography even um, is a huge issue out here. And I don't think there's I don't think there's enough support at all out here for, for something like that. I think there's a lot of cookie-cutter things that go on and uh, that might, on the surface, in the very beginning, help somebody feel good for a moment. But I, 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 there's really not a whole lot out here that I can say, just from my experience um, and, and what I've looked into, that that's really helping, helping this, this area out. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Your strength and authenticity is just amazing. That's great. I know it's really hard to not have support um, and trying to find this identity after you get out of um, your addiction. And so you clinging to the Bible and reverting to scripture is just so vital. I think it's just beautiful. Yeah, what's, what's the churches look like there? You have, uh, like, a church family and stuff to oh. to lean into a little bit? Oh, man. No, the, the churches out here, it's just, uh, there's one on every street. Um, you can find one everywhere. The problem is, is that what you run into, I, it's not just here, I think it's in a lot of areas. You just run into this area where um, there's a lot of what I call, like, big kind of modern churches. Um, and it's very much about let's make everything like it is in the modern world so we can reach more people. And at the end of the day, you, you, you're really just doing a disservice to, to God and his word because you're either diluting the message in one way or another. You're kind of foregoing what it's really about, which is really just his word. And it's, it's about, oh, let's have this nice concert and this nice, you know, coffee place and this nice this and this you know and it's, it's like you're really losing i mean you shouldn't have to turn to secular humanism to bring people into god and that's that's where i kind of stand firm on that um i i wish there was a church that just wanted to do god's word and and make it be about that but i've gone to a lot of churches and I've gone several times, and I even tried Celebrate Recovery for a period of time. I tried, you know, going there a little bit, and it was funny because I went several times, but then once I realized I really wasn't getting anything out, it, it wasn't helping me, um, and I stopped going. I never even heard from those people again. Like, no one contacted me. Nobody said, hey, you know, is everything all right? Like, it was nothing. So that's pretty much how churches are here. It's kind of a revolving door because there are so many churches if you don't go back, they don't care that you're not there. They they won't. It, they will not miss you at all. Yeah, that brings up and I like one of the things behind the the Choose Recovery brand on my heart as well 
And this hasn't come across maybe as strong yet, but uh, from the get-go, one of my visions is to see the company be able to like rattle the church more or like wake the church at large up to the reality of, of addiction more. Like, cause those people who don't have a background in addiction or, or don't even struggle to feel like, I don't know if I know anybody that even is an addiction. I I've had conversations in different areas of like that where they, they don't feel like equipped to know what to do to help anybody that does, if they run across that someplace, somebody in their workplace or somebody in their neighborhood or someone in their family starts struggling and then they don't know, they don't know what to do about it. And, uh, God has us here for that very purpose to help one another, you know, and mm -hmm. to connect the dots with, with all of that. I'm, I'm hopefully there's like treatment centers or some sort of like rehab or, or something like that. That's there. Um, some communities are lacking even on that. We're really blessed here that we have that in our small little community. Um, but I know some don't. But then yet again, even though like she, we're speaking to her on the phone and she's so far in distance, but we as a church, the church is the people can still unite and come together. And, um, live this vision out you know that you seem to be hungry for um and we as well so um yeah it's just it is polarized in in a lot of areas and a lot of the looking good looking good um but then again you know we all just gotta do the best we can with what we got and just continue to be who we know we need to be in god's eyes Yes, right. And I think that's I think that's the, the best thing any of us can do is, is try to um you know, and I and I think and, and you know, you made a great point, Eric, that you know, it is about you know, the fact that you said, you know, you want to rattle these churches, you know, I one hundred percent am there with you. I think, you know, you know, we've gotten to this place where we're kind of so um I think churches are very complacent. With, with where they are and it's about you know well we're doing this you know we're doing this this way and this is this is the way that you know but you know you really have to look at some things and go but are you really doing are you really doing God's work it's not about quote unquote the church's work it's really about God's work and, and are you doing that and um, can you really sit back and, and lay your head down at night and say I you know I'm doing his work and I'm helping other people rather than just being in the groove of just, you know, yeah, you're there, you know, whether it be Wednesday night or, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and you're just going through the motions, and it's, you really have to ask yourself if you're, if you're really healing people, because I think a lot of the time, because it's a 10,000 foot view, and you're barely scratching the surface, we get a lot of, you know, Christians, and unfortunately those Christians that do become, you know, addicts, it's about, you know, being, you know, lukewarm, and one of those things where they want to they don't want to be saved from their sin they just want to be saved from the consequences of that sin yeah and i think that's where a lot of people are faltered because they don't want to change it they just want they just don't want the consequences from it and, ulti and, um, and ultimately ultimately the solution behind that too just thinking of what courtney just said and 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 then what we've been talking about here is uh, like this morning, for instance, when I was at the sober home, uh, we have kind of like a chapel worship type thing ish in the mornings on Thursdays. 
And we were just spending time in the scriptures and encouraging one another and singing songs of worship to God. And uh, it was a really, really sweet time. And I was just thinking of this phrase, be the change. You know, we see, we see the needs that need to happen and rattling things up. But the way that we do that is by actually living that out ourselves, you know, and being that change. So that's really good. We're going to continue to strive to do that by God's grace here. And it's awesome to connect with you and uh, know a little bit more kind of your context and how to pray for you and the area of your community there. And then we have probably like one minute left. So we'll have to jump in and do this again next time uh, when we have a little bit more time and organization behind it. But uh, in a nutshell, what's your vision when you talk about apologetics on your background? How does that relate to recovery and your your heart to be used of God in that way, or, or how does apologetics fit in in like a minute, <laughs> which is a huge question. Yeah, no, uh, no uh, apologetics pretty much fits in, in in basically the overview is it's the defense of the scripture, and um, so but it can definitely be used with recovery because, like I said, a lot of those times when when it's just a cookie cutter version of these of these scriptures you're really not getting the full effect and the value of certain things. And you might even be skipping over things that are actually having deeping meaning because you're just reading just the words for what they are. Um, so apologetics really does come into play when you understand, you know, the context of, of when it was written, who wrote it, you know, the, you know, the historical context, things of that nature. And um, that, that pretty much diving into that, I mean, you really do learn a lot about your power that God has given you as, as, as a human being and as a Christian um, to not succumb to whatever addiction you're facing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. All right, well, that's about uh, wrapped up for time for today. So we really appreciate uh, you jumping on last minute with us. And, uh, yes, thank you for your time. Yeah, and I... I love you repping the stuff out there. Totally tag us anytime. And if you have any ideas to share with us too in the future, things like that, um, we love to hear ideas, whether it's uh, ministry collaboration type stuff or products and those sorts of things and all of that. Anything that's near and dear to your heart that you want to flourish and get to grow, let us know. Yeah. We could water it and see where it goes. Thank you so much, and we will Thanks, chat with you later. All right, take care, Alexis. All right, All right, bye. bye, you guys. Bye. Tune in on whichever podcast platform works best for you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. We are Choose Recovery. That's choose, rcvry.com.